Hello, welcome to the podcast of the Lotus Years for 19th of July, 2023. There we are, we're on a streak. I've got the date right. I'm joined by Harry and, and oh, Lewis hello. Bracknell. Hello. Brackpool, sorry. <laughs> Bracknell. I get it a lot. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> Does anyone ever say Blackpool? Yes, people would say that a lot. If I say that, will you get mad? <laughs> nah. There we are, new nickname. <laughs> anyway, do you want to, I suppose, introduce yourself to people and be like where they can find you and whatnot? Sure. Uh, so my name's Lewis, obviously. Um, I've started a recent uh, company or news outlet called Grit News. We want to kind of be like uh, the non-woke vice, if that makes sense. Um, we want to do like documentaries and reporting, mixing in with news. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Twitter, YouTube, just under my name, Lewis Brackpool, not Blackpool. Um, Although the name is up for debate. It's up for Still debate deciding. Now. I do wonder who that is now. I might Google Lewis Blackpool afterwards. Challenge <laughs> just stalking random people on the podcast, as always. <laughs> but that's me. All right. Otherwise, we shall uh, begin with some announcements. The first announcement being that uh, after this thing, doing another thing, uh, that thing in question is that uh, Carl wants to torture me. So he's, uh, he's lined up a podcast where you can come and watch the torture session. Talking about NPC TikToks. You've all seen them. Well, you talked with him about Tumblr taking over a school last week. How did that go? I've not watched it. I had fun torturing him. So there it's, you go. It's so it's only yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> what comes around goes around. What a work life. <laughs> anyway, but um, for segments today, for local torture, <laughs> now for the local torture news. Anyway, we're talking about It's So Tiresome, the conspiracy chart, and uh, yep, commies are still evil. Uh, they really are. Yes. Uh, otherwise, we shall begin with the, the news. I'll tell you the news. Well, you start us off then. Don't it's... leave us in anticipation. Come on. <laughs> Hurry up. We're on time here. It's all so tiresome. That's the news. There we are. You're all... That, we're done. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Moving on to the next segment. No. Um, I, have, I have some things to say about why it's so tiresome, and um, I'm sure you will probably agree with some of it, at least. Mm. So we'll start off by promoting something else, which is Active Measures on Lotuses.com, the book club we did. And the main theme of this book club was that the state will lie to you. Quite a lot, it turns out. Sometimes actually just for fun, which is the CIA's approach to it, which is a whole other conversation. So go and check that out. But back to, well, our lives now, where the state totally doesn't lie to us. It's a bit hot outside. You noticed? Uh, not in the past few weeks, I haven't. No, not here, isn't it? Yeah. It's got yeah. a bit breezy and it's been raining. Well, it's been raining every day in this part of the world. So we, <laughs> I mean, it's sort of climate change at work. I know. I'm kind of very glad I get schadenfreude from looking at the rest of the world burn. It's not just me, right? No, to be fair, there is a there is a part of me that's glad that it's a bit cooler outside because in the office when we first moved into this office, when it was what? warm, Jesus Christ, I couldn't stand it in there. I already can't stand it with all of you lot. But <laughs> fair point. Anyway, and then this studio was even worse. <laughs> it made it worse. But anyway, we can see here this is the news, as you see. Um, if you live in foreigner land, you might have noticed it's a bit hot. And um, if you've noticed you're on fire, <laughs> this yeah. is the news for you. <laughs> uh, look to your right, look to your left. Oh, that's that's probably why. Anyway, but um, so there's a heat wave. It's in a few parts of the world because um, temperature and weather and blah. That's I, I don't know anything about climate change. I don't care. I find the subject completely boring and uh, I don't engage with it because of that reason. But I do really hate people who won't leave me alone. And there's a certain type of people who won't ever leave any of us alone, which is, look, the climate's changing, so give me all the power and all of your money, people. Oh, those are my favorite types. Yeah. I mean, they, more than anything, are, for me, the greatest argument against caring about climate change, because if your answer <laughs> to everything is, the world is burning, quick, give, every, your, every, give all of your power to me, I think... 
Okay. Is there something going on here? Am I being scammed? Well, they might be, um, in my opinion, communists. So let's go and check out some local communists who uh, had a response to this. We've got the next uh, link we can see that. Sorry, I wasn't using the box. But there we are. You can see Good Morning Britain here talking about the fact that, look, it's hot. Therefore, just stop oil. Eh? But how do we tell that it's hot, Callum? Well, um, if you notice the map. the map behind them. Yeah, there we are. They it's put they put red. Death Valley as well, straight in the middle. <laughs> yeah, well, people who don't know Wait, Death then, Valley is, I believe, the hottest place in the United States. It's a desert. So, um, turns out desert hot. <laughs> More Wait breaking until, news coming live. <laughs> Wait until they put a camera there at night and find out at night, desert cold. <laughs> anyway, but there's some responses. You can see here this communist went with, uh, yesterday parts of the United States South experienced wet bulb temperatures of 94 Fahrenheit or 34C. At these temperatures, no amount of shade or hydration can save you. Without air, without AC, you die. And this is just the beginning. Um, I've I've been in that kind of weather before without AC, and it's uh, I think I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think? Do I look alive to you? Pretty alive, yeah. Yeah, just about. I say so. <laughs> okay. Don the pleb says, of course, uh, a veteran and, and military Twitter. You're all dead, all of you. Um, so thank you for your service, but you bought you all. Died. Anyway, moving on. I mean, you could yeah, you can go to parts of Europe right now that will be far hotter than that. We'll die. Yeah, I suppose so. What happens is there's a threshold where the heat begins and ends, and you step through that threshold, and you are a skeleton. You can see um, local millionaire here um, who steals the money from the taxpayer via the BBC. That's a lot of conversation. He says, "Yeah, it's a bit hot, but it's summer. Let's keep drilling for new oil. Who cares about the kids and the kids' kids' future anyway?" So no, no. I I'm sorry. Like, there's a hot summer. So destroyal of civilization is not an argument. I don't know about you. You're looking at countries that are on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. I always thought they were snowy. Well, maybe. True. I hear it's pretty pretty hot up in Norway most of the year. So perhaps wow. the perhaps the poles have flipped. I have a map to prove it later on that it's totally hot there because we painted Ooh, wow. it red. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 degrees in Norway right now, bright Look red. But I'm not joking either. As you can see, Voltaire's ghost here making that point. Where he's like, did you notice that they made the hot regions purple so they can make the coldest regions <laughs> red so they look on fire? And you can see there, San Francisco, people listening, is listed as 62 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, How much is that in Celsius for those of us who exist outside of America? Sure under 20 <laughs> degrees Celsius. That sounds nice and breezy. Well, that's on Lovely. fire, according to this map, because I have got my red crayon. <laughs> so <laughs> Makes sense to me. I have lost the blue crayon and the green crayon, so I've given up, said local weatherman. <laughs> Uh, this is real as well. You can see Van the BBC here, of course, showing how come 20 degrees is listed as orange to red? I mean... So obvious, isn't it? So obvious to scaremongering. How come the only green temperature is 9 degrees Celsius? <laughs> I mean, unless you are living in a fridge, you are too hot, according to... So, yeah, if, if you're <laughs> at 10 degrees, which is pretty normal temperature over these parts for let's say, 70% of the year. But that's, but no, that's, that's apparently, apparently that's starting to heat up to boiling point, according to this map. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure the UK is usually around about 13 or something instead. But no, no, you're going to be at 9. It's, it's somewhere between, say, 10 and 15 degrees Celsius over here for it's, most of the year. There's, there's the grim north in there. I always forget. <laughs> what, it, it's not that cold up there. It's not like it's Scotland. I don't know. I watch Game of Thrones and they, they told me the North was cold. So. That wasn't actually in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Callum, I'm so sorry to break this to you. <laughs> um, summer means death. Death for everyone because a particularly hot summer is no longer a hot summer. It is the climate. Whereas a particularly cold winter is not a cold winter. It is also... Oh no, it's the opposite, isn't it? 
You ever notice that? You know when some retarded Republican turns up and says, I have a snowball. Mm. See? No climate change. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it is the same argument. It's like, look, hot, therefore climate change. Snowball, therefore not climate change. Well, they haven't even worked out. We're supposed to be either engulfing in a fiery blaze of magma or freezing to death or drowning in water. I don't think they've figured out which one is the, the correct it's all one. Three. I'm, from yeah. what I'm aware, okay, from what I remember being taught in secondary school, what it is, is the temperature will heat up and heat up and heat up mm. until then that causes all of the ice in Antarctica to, uh, Antarctica to melt, mm. at which point we'll be flooded, at which point we'll all become very cold as well and it'll start a new ice age. That's, I think that's the chain of logic that people are going by now. Ah, well, we were meant gotcha. to die, I think, at the last <laughs> month, according to Greta. So, oh, last month? Yeah, do you remember Gre Greta Day, where she had tweeted oh, out yeah. five oh, years yes, ago that we'd all be dead? Yeah. yeah, And then we all died. Yeah. Glad to be back. Anyway, we'll check out some previous weather reports. Yeah, blatantly obvious. For people listening, we're looking at a weather report from Germany. 2022, everything has been colored in red. Um, except in 2017, when the temperatures were higher, of course, it was portrayed as sunshine, which I personally find a little more convincing. But when I go outside, it's leafy you. greens all over, yeah. all over Europe at that time. I love again, you can see. With English maps in the UK. I remember back in the day, we this are. sort of weather would... Yep, there you go. That is <laughs> from memory lane, isn't it? That's my childhood right there. Yeah. There might be sun. Whereas now, the map, as correctly pointed out by Dan, is this. <laughs> Which, I don't know about you, I feel like that reduces the amount of information I have about the weather outside, personally. That seems pretty clear to me. <laughs> go outside, die. It's, yeah, just you will die, so stay in. I mean, some people have made a very good uh, meme out of all this, which is the newest uh, propaganda that presumably we'll put, put up on every bus stop in the country. will be this. <laughs> Look into his eyes and tell him that climate change isn't real. Barry, 55, climate change victim here. <laughs> stay home, apply fact 50, hide from the sun. This was after only five seconds of direct sun exposure. This man is definitely from the north. Two days in Benidorm. <laughs> a, a local firework went off in the night. <laughs> anyway, but um, this, this isn't that new either. Uh, this person has been pointing out that there might be a theory behind this, which is that it's all propaganda. Now, I don't know how he got such a disgusting worldview as to say <laughs> that Sky News might not be the most honest of outlets and have been coloring in their maps with red crayons for fun. Um, he says he got it from the Sky News website. Ah. Which we all know is fake news, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So you can see here, this is Sky News' own website saying, behavior change on climate can be driven by TV, says Sky. <laughs> it's like the Spider-Man meme, when they're like pointing, pointing at each other. I'm not telling lies, I just said I would tell lies. Okay. You saw right. the, um, the video, I think... When James O'Keefe was part of Project Veritas, when he spoke to, is it CNN? They went undercover and spoke to the CNN correspondent. And they said, yeah, the next thing is, is climate change. Climate lockdowns yeah. was the hope. Yeah. And uh, now we have. see it. I mean, these, there we have it. These people, I mean, if you go into any class where they'll teach the sort of people who do these things, uh, you're not taught that, oh, it's time to report factual news. What you're taught is it's time to manipulate public opinion. That's yeah. The only thing these people care about. And look, principal partner of UN Climate Change Conference UK 2021. Of course. The media literally work with the people with the power. No, that's not a big conspiracy to me. I think that's pretty standard. So, <laughs> I mean, let's read their um, total not happening news that they wrote on their own website. Uh, behavioral change on climate science can be driven by the TV. Sky calls for new era collaboration 
amongst broadcasters. So, okay, I mean, they're going to start a conspiracy amongst the broadcasters to help consumers to decarbonize their lifestyles through on-air content. Now, that is, well, advertising speak for propagandize the public into not using carbon. Now, we're looking at the conspiracy chart in a little bit, but I just want to ask, has uh, reading the exact things that they're telling us that they're doing been classified as anti-Semitic yet? Um, most likely. Probably. Probably. So a report um, shows that TV ha- power to encourage consumers to decarbonize, with one in three of the British public saying they have changed their lifestyle because of what they saw on the telly. Now, one in three of the British public also has an IQ below 85. Um, 70 makes you clinically retarded. I'll be honest, I don't think this was actually the own they thought it was. Mm. It's like, we can convince the stupidest part of the country to do what we say because we're the telly. Yeah. I, I can't help but think as well, since about 1997, that end of the bell curve has gradually been <laughs> shifting things somewhat. How could you say such a thing? I, I know. <laughs> I know. Hate speech. Terrible. I'm on the ADLs list now, I'm sure. <laughs> but th- speaking of, I mean, maybe you think the Sky News... SDLC is after me. <laughs> maybe you think Sky News put this on their website as misdirection to feed climate deniers to then... It's insane. I, I don't know. Really. I mean, we know that the government have like their own sort of behavioural task force or like section. And obviously with Ofcom, you can't even question things such as global warming if you're a mainstream broadcaster, otherwise you're outed. So it's funny watching them just admit it and then just post it and then see what happens. Speaking of behavioural teams that might be working with the government, here's the Behavioural Insights team, which is created by the government, um, writing here about how they're working with Sky News to influence... So literally what I just said. I mean, have you ever been proven right that fast? No. (laughs) (laughs) So this is on page 59 of the document in the notes if you want to go and give it a read. They say, all knowledge gaps uh, Sky content could help address. Likewise, content may increase the perceived normality of actions like flying less, switching to electric vehicles, or volunteering with local environmental groups. Now, of course, Sky News won't be flying less. And you could argue this, as written there, is coming from a place trying to help the world. But of course, it's not really, because as I mentioned, they won't be flying less. They have a graph here for people listening showing high impact, low impact, moderate impact things. Eat less meat and dairy. Mm. Yeah, the public could be convinced to do. So literally, don't go on holiday, stop eating meat, and get an electric car are the top ones there. Um, No one at Sky will be doing that, because they know that people are above it. (laughs) So so they're not doing the eat less meat and dairy, according to this, because they know that people won't do that. I do love how they put signing petitions or contacting MPs as low impact. They don't actually have any power, according to the behavioral The behavioral insight team, yeah. who uh, work according for the government, them. say, well, local government's basically useless, isn't it? Because we run the show. <laughs> Interesting, that. Right. I mean, again, wow. I mean, that doesn't really... You know, when people say, oh, it's a conspiracy theory that a bunch of civil servants actually run the country, except when they tell us that... It's actually what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> there we are. Um, wow. So there's that graph. Enjoy. But... After you've now learned, specifically, we are speaking of Sky News in this instance, but as mentioned, it's all the broadcasters in their own words. Yeah. Specifically Sky News. This is what they say behind closed doors, which is how do we propagandize the public into believing that they need to stop going on holiday and only we should be allowed to go on holiday because carbon. Well, now let's take a look at their reporting. Now we all know that piece of information. And uh, let's play this clip. But yes, people traveling to these countries really need to think 
that this could be the future of European summers, that Europe is the fastest warming continent right now. We are going to see more intense heat waves, more frequent heat waves, more prolonged heat waves. And if you're going to experience those kind of temperatures, I fan. think you won't be able to have <laughs> the traditional beach holiday. You want to be staying inside and then... It's very difficult. I think the tourism industry obviously will be slightly affected by this because it will put certain people off traveling. There we have it. Our entire message is convinced. Stop flying, plebs. Yeah. And to prove my point, here's an image of a woman wafting herself with a fan <laughs> and a few men wearing no tops out in public. I've never seen this before the past two years. Usually so when convincing. you go on holiday, you would never have that. It would be... No. Who would have thought it'd be hot during the summer? <laughs> One day we'll figure out. Again, I've always, when I've been to Italy in the past, I've always made sure to pack the ice boots. <laughs> My point being, Sky News, if they want to be a propaganda outlet, you know, it's a free market. They, they can do that. They can print. At least they're honest. I mean, yeah, they're printing lies already, so what would change? Yeah. But at least they could be honest and just tell people that. Instead, it literally is behind closed doors, we'll pledge that we need to convince the public to stop going on holiday. And then we won't tell them why we've colored in the whole map red. But that is the reason, according to mm. Sky News, mm. which can't be. Okay, whatever. <laughs> don't I need to make any more on that? There's also their other reporting, which if you don't believe me yet, maybe this will convince you. Climate change of the gaps. Seen this. A car went up in flames on a Los Angeles freeway as California is hit by a blistering heat wave. However, it is not clear if the incident was heat related. <laughs> this, oh. So we're looking at a car that is on fire. Nine? Presumably, according to Sky News, climate change did this. Yeah. Um, the climate fairies went in and set, on, <laughs> set it on fire. See the fire crews here? For some reason, the humans, who are a bit more flammable, I would have presumed, than the car that's idling, uh, are not on fire. Uh, there's also other cars in the background which are not on fire. They presumably paid their carbon tax, so they, they're spared well, from the sun. Uh, okay, what's, what's the implication supposed to be here, in all seriousness? Is the implication supposed to be that, okay, if, you, if it's too hot outside, your car, presumably, the petrol inside of it, will just combust. Yes. Spontaneously. Because if so, wh why doesn't that constantly happen in Africa? It's because Sky News are run by propagandists and they're propagandizing you, as evidenced by Sky News's internal documents saying they were propagandists. Now, Callum... But it would <laughs> never, <laughs> never happen to while, an electric vehicle. While you may see, say that, and while we've just looked at plenty of evidence to prove <laughs> your point... I'm going to have to say my trusted news source say that you're an anti-Semitic far-right conspiracy theorist for implying such a thing. Shame on you, man. I make a synthesis. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> Should we read some comments? Because they're funny. All right, yeah, go on. The comments on this post are good fun. I picked out the best, um, as I always do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just... Someone said here, I burned my cock on a towel rail this morning. I can assure you that accident was also heat-related. There we are. So the climate change has murdered a man's penis. So there's more news. Uh, someone else said, you could have gone with something happened whilst outside. Mm. <laughs> I think you'll investigate a little bit. You'll find that it was due to racism, not heat. So uh, another funny man. Fiery, yeah. but mostly peaceful heat wave. Well, speaking Rude. of racism, the BBC are here to explain the bell curve. <laughs> oh, but no, guys, we need to stop. <laughs> Switch it off. But Cut only in this specific circumstance, if you dare to use this in any other way, don't. You know, this, this bell curve, the actual way that they're two separated, reminds me of another bell curve I've no, it, seen. No, it doesn't. In a very no, controversial doesn't. book. But I won't continue that thought. I love that. Just, I mean, have you ever seen a BBC graph using a bell curve? Just sideline. I actually haven't until now. Neither have I, no. That's true. I'm, I'm shocked. I've never seen that. Either. I thought I've seen they'd plenty been of graphs from the early 90s. Penny of uh, bar graphs. Mm. No bell curves until this moment. Mm. So I look forward to more of them.
Anyway, should we go back? Just something else. The, the government has acted, in case you're wondering, if you are going to die outside. Nuclear fuel fund. They've decided, as is good news, actually. They've awarded £22 million to nuclear projects, so oh, okay. actually have the lights on. Wow. Nice. Yeah. All around the Greater Manchester and Cheshire area. Three days of hotel spending on the migrants. Yep. Wow. You think what we could have done? Yep. Yeah, that's a perspective. Yep. Also, what you've got to consider as well with the sorts of uh, labor shortages we're experiencing at the moment and the kinds of people that we're bringing in to fill those labor shortages instead of training up our own people, I don't trust that we're not going to get some uh, Homer Simpson adjacent types in charge of the safety at these nuclear facilities. I'm just saying there isn't a day go by where I don't walk down the high street and think there's not enough Turkish barbers. We just need more. And, and they can't get enough workers, so we'll just let more in. And to be fair, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade here, but you are styled somewhat like you just came out of a Turkish barber's. Thank you very much. I was going for the Canadian look, but Turk, yeah, that's, I was gonna that's say, cool. Canadian than Turkish. Yeah. So they cut Oh, yeah, true. And, and I did get it done yesterday oh, just yeah. for the live Fire stream. for no reason. <laughs> well, I haven't had the fire treatment. It's no. actually really nice. You ever had the Is fire it? Treatment? No, never, no. But well, you're funding the Turkish barber's? Oh, I used to go to Boss Bar. We've spoken about this until I realized it was obviously a front for people trafficking. Because I thought we were, they were not Turks. Cause, no, it was just their cousins, bro. Yeah, and then I go to a lovely um, Brazilian place, which is the only one. And as soon as he closes, it's people trafficking in all of Swindon. Ah. Ah. There's that. Anyway, getting back to other things that are tiresome. Don't know if you lads have seen this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with Nas Daily? Mm. Uh, I've heard of them, yes. You may remember he is the one who um, uh, got uh, questioned by a good friend, who uh, Avi, who turned up yeah. in Switzerland to ask, so why have you flown to a climate summit? <laughs> and, and Nas didn't have an answer. He also wouldn't answer who paid for it because he's just a member of the elite. And um, <laughs> he makes NPC content for NPCs. So let's have a look at uh, this NPC content that a member of his staff has done because, of course, he doesn't bother anymore. Let's play it. Oh, that's not the, re- that's not the right video. Accident. Sorry, I hit the This next video button. is going to make the comment section go crazy. He is brown. She is brown, and they are brown. This is the brownest city in all of Europe. Oh, Welcome to London. London has become the most so diverse white. city in all of Europe. <laughs> I'm from Nigeria. I'm from Ukraine. I'm from Sudan. It's not just Ukraine, people. Ukraine. The national dish <laughs> is Indian. This is tikka masala. The mayor of London has family from Pakistan. There are nearly 300 languages spoken. <laughs> and in one street, more than 270 nationalities live. But why is London so diverse? In the last 500 years, London went to many countries. And 500 years later, the same countries are coming to London. Despite the history, London is now where people come to build a new life. So, if you're brown like me, you have a new home in London. That's one minute. See you tomorrow! If you're English, oh. though, you have no, no <laughs> home in London. Let me just, I just, impressive. He is brown. Very nice. Now let's take a look at the crime stats. <laughs> well, I, I just some notes real quick, which is obviously that it didn't actually have anything to do with being brown, no matter how many often they said it, because they had a Ukrainian. But they also listed as a brown woman, which she wasn't. Yeah, it was literally just not English. I'm sorry. Just uh, can we can we can we just find her again? Because I just want to check. Because I it, that kind of passed over. Because I was just completely it's quite Ukraine. And oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. There we go. Ukraine. <laughs> Look at this brown woman from Ukraine. This the, so brown I'm, is just a synonym for non English. I'm sorry. She she's actually quite 
uh, maybe it's just the lighting, but she's a little bit um, uh, ambiguous here. I'm going to be honest. That's average Ukrainian, to be honest. Oh, fair play. But, um, I also, expect most of them to be blonde. I don't know if anyone heard us, but I did notice while we were watching it that um, when they'd mentioned all the different cuisines, it was all takeaway chicken shops. That's what made London great. <laughs> we built yeah. the English economy off of the back of Turkish chicken shops. Read some comments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the comments are actually quite funny because you notice on here, unlike usually when this happens, he has quite a hard like ratio to dislikes. That's impressive. Which mm -hmm. is unusual until you realize that his audience are entirely NPCs from all over the world. So someone in here says, why is London so diverse? Just say colonization. Uh, bro tried so hard not to say colonization because he said London went to a lot of countries and then a lot of countries came to London. But of course, if he admits we colonize yeah. the world, London is currently being colonized. Is the, <laughs> I don't know, what's it called? Modus Tolens? The, the lesson 101 you do if you do a logic um, module. It's just like, if A, then P, well then if P, if A, whatever. I can't remember. Don't care. But point being, <laughs> they say in here, of course, London is so diverse, they're all brown. Um, someone else also went with, London is coincidentally the stabbing capital of Europe. So there's that. Big shock. But then a local man, um, Steve over here, decided to post said video oh. on twitter.com and for some reason Nas Daily decided to comment haha glad you love the video oh that's nice that's you know he appreciates that's sweet yeah. it's good to see people coming together like this he then issued a copyright notice ah <laughs> I text Steve about this actually <laughs> how dare you Steve show people what I was showing people oh, okay dear. all he was doing was spreading the content far and wide so we could all celebrate the great diversity of London well no he was passing fair comment on a video, which is completely legal under fair dealings in the UK copyright law. And um, Nas Daily tried to abuse the copyright system to pressure Steve into taking that down because, of course, he politically disagrees. Yeah. Nas Daily can suck a fat one. Um, I thought I'd just end on trying to summarize this guy's life real quick. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we all have this account. <laughs> yeah, Conley's a great guy. He gave me a shout out the other day, so I just want to say thank you very much for that. Yeah, he's, he's summed up the conversation from Nas Daily and the reason Actually, he, I don't know if you've ever... I've watched a lot of his content. Yep. He did a live stream once complaining that the, even though he has millions and millions of followers, his content is so NPC and crap, he doesn't have a community. No, really. He, he does a meetup. Nobody turns up. I'm, I'm sorry. Why would you? Your entire content looks as though it could be AI generated. So obviously it's not going to create a community yeah. of diehards. Well, there we have the AI generated content. I'm brown. I'm brown. And they're brown. They're brown. And we couldn't be happier that we're all browner. We're brown. I'm they're Ukrainian. Now. And then we move on. <laughs> there we are. That's um, things that are so tiresome. That's all. Now we there we go. To the conspiracies. Oh, the, uh, the deep, dark thing that may get us banned. Yes. So I get called a conspiracy theorist quite a lot. I'm not sure about you chaps. Um, no? Not, not at really all? Want, Apparently yeah, we're all conspiracy theorists these days. So I thought it would be fun to react to this conspiracy chart that was made by Abby Richards, who we were doing a bit of digging earlier, um, who is just some insane leftist from the United States. Should we start from the bottom? Yeah, let's start from all the way in the bottom. You, you, you carry on uh, with your exposition first. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. No, yeah, absolutely fine. Um, so we've got, a, we start with grounded in reality. So here's a few conspiracy theorists that apparently these are things that are actually, that actually happened. Um, so we don't have to question these, such as MK Ultra, Bohemian Club, which was famous, I believe that was Alex Jones, wasn't it? When he went over. I'm not familiar with some of these because 
I'm legitimately it, not much of a conspiracy guy. It's so would, for the most part, I don't really take much time to look into these mm. things. There's this really weird secret society in the United States, and they kept denying it was real. So Alex Jones just broke it and filmed it. Oh, yeah. oh, is that the one where he went to Bohemian Grove? Yeah, is that what that is? Bohemian Grove. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense because I'm also aware of the Skull and Bone Society. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that on here somewhere? I, I suppose it. Oh, we've be... got NSA mass surveillance operation. Tuskegee. Tobacco what, what, lied about cancer. Wait, Tuskegee. What on earth is a conspiracy about Tuskegee? Everybody knows that there were. Oh, um, oh wait, wasn't Tuskegee where they were taking black guys and giving that's them syphilis? It. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, things that. that actually happened. Yeah. Big um, tobacco lied about cancer. Oh, CoIntel Pro. Yeah. Could it be that all of these are grounded in reality because they are ones that the left agree with and yes. those further their own opinion of society? Yes. And then we move on to the speculation line. Right. Um, we have questions. Um, oh, okay. Do you have like Princess Diana? Uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, Area 51, UFOs, JFK assassination, uh, Marilyn Monroe, Roswell. What? Hashtag Free Britney. Yeah. I don't. Right. Okay. Um, I've seen I've seen things popping up recently. The Free Britney one, because all of the left went crazy about it a few years ago. I can make you aware of essentially Britney Spears because she had a number of very public and well known mental breakdowns where she went completely insane. Mm. Um, was put under a conservatorship under her father, where it basically meant that her father was in charge of her finances, her banks, all of her money. Mm. Free Britney was a push of obviously and clearly manufactured puss through social media and through the media to try and get the conservatorship taken away from her father yeah. so that she would be able to manage her own finances from that point onwards and finally be free. I don't know how unfree she was given that you know she could just presumably go and say, hello, father, can I please have some money? Mm. Uh, but since then, since that's happened, she's gone completely insane. She's become quite notorious for posting basically naked pictures on our social media all over the place. And the most recent one that I saw was a video uh, where she seemed to be presenting her crotch to, to her dog. dog. Yeah. That yeah. was her? That was yes, her, that yeah. was Britney Spears. It's insane. It's an insane um, So everybody is suddenly turning <laughs> around so and going, going ah, the hold internet. Up. <laughs> hold up. Yeah. Maybe a bunch of strangers on the internet didn't know this woman as well as her own father did. Yeah, maybe internet governance isn't a great idea. So, um, okay, those all seem fair. I don't know why that has to be part of a conspiracy line because every it was a very well-publicized and well-known thing when it happened. This but is okay. what's mad about the, this chart as well. And then you move on to uh, leaving reality. So unequivocally false, but mostly harmless. Um, some of them I don't actually know. Things like Bigfoot. Uh, obviously, we've heard about Bigfoot and things like that. Loch Ness Monster. Cryptids? Not quite sure what cryptids um, is. I'm a bit aware of what cryptids are. Cryptids are creepy images that you can find mostly coming from 4chan and other like... Oh, is that like... Um, where it's like... A, a, it's like Im cursed a images. Cursed, a cursed image, but the cryptids are more like... So you take a cat and you put it in some kind of grayscale with high contrast and you extend all of its limbs and light up its eyes so it looks like some kind of weird monster. And, <laughs> and you post it and you go, oh my God, this, came, this thing just came into my doorway. Can somebody tell me what this is? Oh, and people go, oh, it's a cryptid. Just a fake photo. Yeah, it's just a fake photo. So... <laughs> I love the value judgments yeah. on the side of this as well. Unequivocally false, but mostly harmless. According yeah. to whoever wrote this, uh, at least I'm able, to, I'm able to go on my phone and look at an image of a cryptid and go, <laughs> <laughs> and this woman, <laughs> thankfully, approves of it. Approves of Thanks. 
Uh, mattress firm as well. You guys heard about that? The no, mattress I haven't. Firm. Tell me about that. I think mattress firm, there's so many mattress firms in so many cities that are all very close to each other. And the question is, <laughs> why are so many people buy, like hardly any people buy mattresses? Like if you think, well, how many DFS people? Sale. And then they're saying that apparently <laughs> yeah, it's how a How DFS on sale all the time? That's the biggest conspiracy. That's a good question, to be honest. <laughs> they're saying it's like a money laundering scheme because there's so many of them in such a compact area. Uh. And that you ask, how many people are actually buying mattresses like daily? I mean, we've already so mentioned packed. some other businesses already this segment, which probably are much more likely to be some kind of money laundering or criminal operation. So, okay, <laughs> mattress firm is lots of mattress places tend to be about who who buys the mattresses. Yeah, this yeah. Is, yeah, then it gets into Did this that. come from Reddit? Uh, this, probably. This feels like it came from Reddit. I think like half of it's Reddit and then half of it's 4chan. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're going to see that. Greta Thunberg is a time traveler. Got any info on that? No. 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 Crop circles. Okay. Prince Charles Vampire. Callum, that sounds like it's up your alley. I, I thought Stonehenge was more up my alley. Okay. Go on with Stonehenge then. Aliens built Stonehenge. Mm. It's an argument for this. Well, it's not really an argument. It's a God of the Gaps argument because still nobody knows how they built Stonehenge. Oh. So that if you go to the Stonehenge, there is a visitor center, and uh, uh, still we try. May, may I ask when it was? When was it supposedly built? Was it the near thousands of years? Yeah, ago. Th thousands of years ago. Could it be that people thousands of years ago had figured out how to use, say, uh, winches and pulleys and wheels? It wouldn't be good enough. So really? there's okay. in the visitor center. Not good center, enough for conspiracy, bro. There's someone who's <laughs> um they rebuilt actually one of the huge stones weighing about the same, and they put it on some logs, and there is a winch, and you can stand with as many people as you want and try and drag it on the logs, which is the leading theory about how you transport such a stone, no one does it. It doesn't move an inch. Oh, okay. So they, they rebuilt the, the whole thing, the visitor center, all that. They've got some huts. And they gave you like, ha-ha, this is how they moved it. And then no matter how many people come down and join together to try and drag it, it doesn't move. So it doesn't work. <laughs> That's interesting. So everyone's it, just like, ah, yeah, we actually have no idea how it was built. Is it because I would assume the weight of the stone is so much that it actually compresses the logs to the point where they can't roll? I, I don't know. But nobody does. So. Makes logical sense, though. I mean, that's the so one alien. that makes sense yeah. to me. Okay. And uh, then we move on to the next line. All right. Which is dangerous to yourself and others. So this gets into the Ooh, science denial no. part. Um, these are things you can't talk about on YouTube. So these are the things that you cannot talk about on YouTube. Because the left doesn't like you talking about them. Pretty much. So essential oils cure all illnesses. Um, that does sound like bollocks. I've never, yeah. I've never heard that one. I've, yeah, heard I've a never lot. heard that one. I've heard people talk about seed oils being bad for you. Yeah, but I true. don't know about essential. Sorry, curing it. <laughs> Soy boys. Yes, is a apparently so according to this it's woman. An, it's an insult. <laughs> That's that, no, that just that just goes. That goes to show where this came from, though, doesn't it? This is some redditor yeah. going around 4chan and seeing what people are using to insult him yeah. with. And then going, no, it's an anti-Semitic conspiracy <laughs> theory. No, no. As he drips, as he well, drinks from his soy shake and he gets his little robot, his soy <laughs> robot to open the bottle for him because his wrists are so weak. His forearms can't have enough strength to open bottles for him. And he's like, soy bot, please help me. <laughs> there is a weird amount of fan fiction about soy stuff though, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, but it's funny though. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's a good Wojak meme. There's, there's way too many people pulling actual soy faces all the time. My The band I used to be in, our lead singer, who was very low testosterone, <laughs> and admitted it himself constantly, constantly did soy face. Mm. Hang on, sorry. In photographs. It's a real meme. Listed in science denial is jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. Yes. It doesn't melt steel beams. Mm. It makes it bendy, which then collapses the tower, but it doesn't melt it. 
It, it, no, that's true. It does not no, melt. That's like... I've seen people test it and they go, here's the temperature that jet fuel um, um, is at. And then we uh, put it against a steel beam. Yeah, it won't melt, but it but will it... make it bendy. And then when it bends far enough, <laughs> it snaps. Yeah. And uh, apparently Finland doesn't exist, uh, which we were looking at earlier. Yeah, and I'm coming around to it. Yeah, oh, right. I'm explain, coming, you're coming around to explain it. Explain this to me. I need to know why Finland doesn't exist because I like a number of heavy metal bands from Finland and I want to make sure I've not been imagining It's just a them. body of water, apparently. You been there? No, I didn't I think so. No. The, most I know about, <laughs> the most I know about Finland is there's lots of metal bands and they all take photos constantly in all of the forests that they have there. And apparently, I think be anywhere. Come on, is, it La- is Lapland in- Lapland's in Finland, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. No, where Santa Claus? Well, no, yeah, no, no obviously not a lie. Yeah, obviously. Here's something. Here's something funny about Finland. Finland has the highest concentration of metal bands to o- overall population per capita. That's actually in the entire cool. world. I think it's obviously like a lie. One metal band per thirty people. That's actually cool. You think a real society exists that looks like that? Yes. I want Definitely to go. Yeah. Okay. Exist, then. <laughs> Enjoy your gifts from Santa. Like, <laughs> I do every year. Thank you. <laughs> and then you got others like government ma- government-made diseases, uh, chemtrails. Um, dinosaurs chem- didn't exist. Yeah, dinosaurs di- didn't exist. Anti-vaxxers. Wait, COVID nineteen made in a lab. Yeah, I thought that was the leading theory. Now, apparently, it is. Well, do you want to know? Do you want to know how this is so clearly the creation of some soy redditor? Is the fact that the the thing itself, this chart itself, is not even internally consistent no. with itself. Because apparently government-made diseases is dangerous to yourself and others. But if we scroll down here, <laughs> we can see a number of government operations <laughs> where they were administering diseases to their yeah. own operation, trying to brainwash their yeah. own population. But apparently just the idea on its own of government-made diseases is beyond the pale. It's dangerous until it's proven exactly. true. Until it's proven true. Yes. And then we have the proper Here the anti-Semitic go. point of no return, world ruled by supreme shadow elites. Once you believe one, you usually believed most. Get help. Let's start from the right uh, All right. To the left. So reptilian overlords. I mean, I have been to Davos. They are a bit scaly. So I'm they kind of coming around individuals, to it. But it doesn't make them lizards. True. Okay. Why did you end up at Davos? Were you just re- reporting on it? Yeah, I was, I was reporting um, for Rebel at the time. Uh, oh, okay. Just went over there and basically door stopped a load of elites, just showed people what it's like. And it's basically, you've seen the, you've obviously seen the film They Live. Uh, the I actually haven't. You haven't seen They Live? I know. I've oh. seen clips from it. I love John Carpenter films. I've yeah. seen plenty of his other films. One of my yeah. favorite films is The Mouth of Madness. Yep, yep. Um, but I've not watched that. Yeah, puts the glasses on, he sees all the propaganda. I've seen that. Like that, yeah. Uh, And you go around, you see all the climate alarmism, Klaus Schwab quotes all across the strip. It's insane. Really? Yeah, it's nuts. (laughs) It's a really nutty place. Okay, have you ever ever played Metal Gear Solid Five? Yes. That's like when you're walking around Mother Base and there's all of the posters of big bosses watching you. Yeah, Yeah. it's basically like that. It's weird. Can I draw attention to something? Sure. Before we go forward with these ones, just to point out, apparently all of these are labelled anti-Semitic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So if you believe in the lizards, you hate the Jews. Yeah. If you believe Nazis are on the moon, you hate the Jews. Yeah. I, I don't really know how that one moon works. Because if you believe that Kubrick f- uh, faked the moon landing, you believe he did it for the nation of Israel. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Despite Mars the fact- slave colony is apparently to do with, yeah. Um, well, once again, I think the anti-Semitic element of this Mars is... Slave, what? What was that? 
Mars Slave Colony. Mars Slave Colony. I've not even heard there. of that one. I've not Beyond even heard of that. It Apparently the there's a slave before. colony on Mars already. <laughs> which is absolutely... Okay, okay. Elon's been working overtime for that one. <laughs> I, it's so funny. Like, I, I just, I've never even heard of half of these. <laughs> go on, go on. Oh yeah, go on. Read that one so out. I look it up. The first image I get is just a photoshopped child in a crappy like spaceman outfit with a sign that says help. Send it to John. <laughs> Send it to John. I want it on the screen. All right. You want to read some more while I do this? Yeah, uh, adrenochrome. So that's yep. the idea that the elites are harvesting. Is it fluid from the brains of children? Uh, blood. The blood children. of children. And they've actually, they've actually been um, some mainstream tabloids that have actually come out and said, uh, yeah, young people's blood actually uh, can help make can help. younger. Yeah. Weirdly. <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> but, but they're not doing it. Yeah, they're not they doing it, but we're just it, doing research on it for some reason. Okay. Oh, okay. So I don't know about you yeah. guys. I think this might be fake. Yeah, with the NASA logo on the on the ball as well. I don't know, man. I'm convinced. Yeah. Oh, and Earth so close as well to to Mars. <laughs> it dyed red for some hey, reason. Have you ever been to Mars? Do you know what Earth looks like from True. there? Mm. BTFO. <laughs> there <you go>. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of rovers with a mind. All right. Let's let's now that we've taken a look at, at that image. Oh, get rid of that, John. Yeah, let's get back to the chart. Okay. Obama birth uh, certificate is fake. Notoriously and, uh, pushed by Trump, who was yep. a big Israel supporter, so yep. anti-Semitic yeah. Zionist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> apparently just saying or talking about the New World Order is apparently a conspiracy theory. And um, d d Don't they actually say New World Order at the yeah. WEF? Yes. Okay. Openly. I'm glad that they're all, uh, we're, we're apparently run not just by weird lizard conspiratorial elites, but anti-Semitic yeah. conspiratorial elites. Apparently so. Yeah. Interesting. And apparently the satanic cult panic is um, is apparently part of the anti-Semitic point of no I mean, they return. Just, they just keep building statues everywhere that make the people they're celebrating look like literal demons. So, you know, nothing to do with mm. that. I don't know about you, chaps. I feel like this list says more about her. Yeah, it does. It does. Because, I mean, you do run into people sometimes that do just believe any old crap. Of course. Seems. You get talking to them and you think, oh, you're actually, you're kind of, you are one of those people who is a bit lost mm. yeah. in Nala land. Yeah. But, I mean, it's funny how George Soros as well, just his name. It's just, <laughs> it's just on the... George Soros <laughs> exists. <yeah. laughs> He's never yeah. been real. Just everything about George Soros. But I get the feeling that she's also one of those people Yeah. that well, is just kind of mad. Yeah. The left have all sorts of conspiracy theories of their own that are obviously untrue. Like you constantly hear them going on about how basically the entirety of the elite po politician class in the UK, and the Tories in particular, are completely run by the Murdoch Media Group. You always mm -hmm. hear them talk about things like that. And yeah, Murdoch has a number of publications which can be a bit scummy. But I don't think that that's why David Cameron legalized gay marriage mm. in 2013. He did it for Murdoch. He did it for me. Yeah. It's one of Simpsons the thing. I'll do it, it for him. This is... <laughs> <laughs> well, one Murdoch of the biggest... was there whispering in Blair's ear, going, "Open the borders! Open the borders!" <laughs> one of the biggest conspiracy theories for them is that the government is, uh, well, has your back, really, for for oh, the yeah. left. So that's the biggest conspiracy theory, I would say. Here's a conspiracy theory I hear about all the time, which is that printing trillions and trillions of pounds and trillions of dollars doesn't cause inflation. <laughs> It's in fact not importing enough foreigners that causes inflation. There you go. All greedy businessmen causing inflation. <laughs> so how many of these Those. do we believe? That's a good question. Um, um, how how many is that something we have to keep for a premium how podcast? How many actually? <laughs> YouTube letters believe? <laughs> yeah. Are we allowed to say which ones we believe or don't? Um, What's Wayfair? 
I'm confused. I don't know what Wayfair is, if I'm totally honest. Celebs moisturize with children's foreskin. Now that is true. That is true. I was going to say that's that is true, actually isn't true. It? Yeah. So we so, looked at this just before we went live because I was like, no, that's real, isn't it? And yeah, it is. Yeah. So also, white genocide. You may not be agreeing with the term genocide, but the Great Replacement could equally be take the place of that particular phrase well, there. And they keep admitting that they want to have demographic change so that the Democrats in America can keep getting voted in. And in England, it's much the same. Yeah. But there's a compilation, you've probably seen it as well, of Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. He's like, yeah. here you go. Here's all of them saying it. Yeah. And all right, like, there we are. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then follow the white rabbit. I didn't quite just mean, I think that's Alice in Wonderland reference by yeah. the sounds of it, but maybe that means actual or Matrix. This lady here is like, if you read Alice in Wonderland, get help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And subliminal messages from ruling class on children's TV. I mean, that's just true. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not even subliminal. Maybe that's the conspiracy element of it. It's not, it's not subliminal. We're just telling them outright. Yeah. And I'll be honest, lads. Like, I, Pizzagate, um, watched uh, some documentaries on that. And that's, uh, yeah, that's messed up. Uh, so messed up. But I'm. I don't, yeah. I don't know enough about the pizza element of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was literally Ghislaine Maxwell went down to prison for running a elite pedophile ring mm -hmm. in which she was apparently her and Epstein were the only people involved in this ring so Pizzagate I don't know enough about the pizza stuff to be able to comment on whether that's mm -hmm. true or not mm -hmm. but the spirit of the theory that being that there are elite pedophiles running the world mm -hmm. seems broadly true to me yeah yeah I mean yeah, Sound of Freedom and uh, the work they've been doing as well like <laughs> I may have to censor myself in post, but there are uh, probably not actually. But there is a YouTube channel that used to exist called Political Juice. He used to make really good videos, which is reference to that. In which obviously he's like, yeah, no, Peter Gay isn't real. But here's the theory laid out, and here's right. what actually happened. Because a guy did end up going down to a random pizza joint that yeah. was labeled by the theorists that it was a pedophile uh, place. So he went to the pizza place, just started shooting in the walls, trying to find the uh, like bunker where the kids were being held. Wait, how did he get in the walls? What? No, like he's shooting his gun at the walls. Oh, of the pizza okay. I thought from you the meant inside. he was shooting with a camera. No, no, no. Like he's shooting with his rifle, trying to find the vault where the owner is keeping the kiddos. Okay. Uh, the real kiddos. Okay. The, the guy, the owner, and the people in pizza are just like, what? <laughs> Get arrested for this? Yeah, he got yeah, four yeah. years in prison. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. All right. I oh. we shall move. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's go on to the, the next thing, which is. Um, I don't know about you guys, but killing kids, not a fan. No. Not a fan of it. What do you think, Callum? You, you're thinking a bit? <laughs> I'll come out against. Okay. Yeah. Brave take, because it turns out if you go onto a website like Twitter.com, what instead you find is that there are dozens and dozens and dozens of communists who are in big favor of killing children as long as they are the children of rich people that they don't like. Right. Because... It's nice to get a reminder of the people that we're fighting against a lot of the time because it really does remind you all of this ideology, all of this saying, oh, we just care about the working person. It's, I mean, to us, it's clear and obvious because we've all been covering it for so long. It's just BS. Mm. It's just nonsense. They don't care about anything like that. But it's nice to get a reminder from the horse's mouth, really, that these people are just deformed, hideous freaks <laughs> that hate you for the fact that you're more successful than them and probably also more mentally stable than them. Hence why they're happy to kill children in, or support killing children. Um, I did have a, uh, something to promote on the website first. John, if you could just get that link up for me, please. You're just promoting Romanov family. 
I mean, look at them. <laughs> they were such a Chad family in that picture. I'm sorry. It's tragic. But, you know. Anyway, so uh, we've got new videos on the website, as we always do. This one being Contemplations 133, which I was doing with Josh, where we were talking about Carl Schmitt's friend-enemy distinction. And at the end of it, we gave a quick rundown of who we think are friends politically and enemies politically. And uh, communists did not come up on the positive side there. On with the news, though. So this is just something I thought would be interesting to cover because somebody posted this. the other Fantastic coloring. It is really fantastic coloring. So this is a famous photo of the Tsar uh, Nicholas Romanov, the royal family of Russia, uh, shortly before they were all murdered by Bolsheviks in um, 18, sorry, 1918. And uh, this post was put up just the other day. It's been taken down now for some reason. If I go over, this is what it comes up with now. This tweet violated the Twitter rules. So it's not that this person deleted it himself. It's that it violated some rules. So let's read this tweet. So here's a picture of the Romanov family. And it says, on this night, 105 years ago, the ugly, deformed Bolshevik freaks cruelly slaughtered the holy Russian monarch and his family. They made the children suffer a slow death and then pillaged their corpses for jewels. This is all factually true so far. Never forget, never forgive this disgusting subhuman savagery. Is it because they said subhuman? Do you reckon that's No, I think it's because of the uh, parentheses there. People who don't know, if you do three parentheses around something, it usually means you're actually saying it's the Jews. And so that's what I think is going on there, presumably. That might be what happens. Sadly, there is some truth to this because the person who led the murder was Jewish, uh, but you don't have to... It's a Zionist revolution. Yeah, you don't have to attribute that to the Jews as a whole. Um, this got a lot of likes and a lot of attention because, as stated, it was about 105 years to the date because it was July 17th, 1918, when this was done. You you know plenty of Russian history. Would you like to fill people in on the context? What do you mean about the, the Russian Revolution? Or Just a bit, just to, for anybody who may or may not know. Uh, okay. Um, Russians joined the war. They sucked ass. Yes. Uh, got beaten the hell out of. And then they decided, I don't like starving. Um, maybe we should get rid of the system we currently have. They did. There was a democratic revolution and then democracy was installed. There was a free election. The Bolsheviks lost. So they chimped out and overthrew the democratic system, uh, put themselves in charge, fought a civil war where they murdered millions of people who just disagreed with them politically. Nice. And uh, then they got the family and murdered them all so that they could never take power again. At the time, it was um, pretty much commonplace for if you were deposing a royal family to exile them send them yeah. to somewhere where they weren't going to come back. The Bolsheviks uh, decided to kill them all. Well, sadly, the Romanovs himself, Nicholas, was pleading and begging some of his cousins and some of the other royal families across Europe, particularly uh, King George V in England, who was his first cousin and basically looked the spitting image of him. It's quite shocking when you see the side-by-side of them together, uh, and was rejected because they were all worried about the negative feelings towards monarchy at the time spreading throughout Europe because of things like the Bolshevik Revolution. So decided I'm going to screw over my own family member and leave them to whatever happens. And apparently a lot of them felt very guilty about what happened afterwards. It's I mean, a tragic to, event. To be fair, there was actually a real good hope that the whites would win the civil war. I mean, we sent them loads of aid. Well, it, it and seemed, we also invaded parts of Russia to help them. It seemed that the whites potentially being the victors, in the Bolsheviks' eyes, there was a chance that they could lose. And so that's why they killed the Romanovs. Sure. I just From the British perspective, it wasn't just screw that guy. Like, we actually wanted them to win. We sent them loads of tanks, which are really expensive for that time, obviously. Obviously, in in hindsight, though, it is tragic and harrowing. But anyway, so this goes out, and you have, uh, like I say, the tweet goes down. So thank you very much, Elon. Great free speech. Thank you for that one. Uh, And then 
somebody puts here, you know, important context for any communists in the comments, in the comments, by the way, he was not just some evil slavery monarch where he's just going, haha, whipping the people as he went yeah, through no. on a horse and carriage. Imperial Russia compared to the Soviet Union is in heaven by comparison. Absolutely it is. And he just points out the royal, the royal family had already abdicated power to an interim transitional government. The Bolsheviks forcibly took control, et cetera, et cetera. They were slaughtered after surrendering. And also another bit of context for everybody was that his own grandfather, because a load of people go, Russia was a serf state. No, in the 1850s, the serfs had been emancipated by his grandfather. It was fairly late, to it, be fair. Yeah, in comparison to everybody else. But, but it's Russia. Still, <laughs> so yeah, Russia was late to the party with everything yeah. in that respect. And then you get people coming out of the woodwork. Now, this is one of the more um, tame versions of what I'm about to demonstrate, which is that somebody just comes out and goes, well, actually, actually, uh, <laughs> it had a lot of the bad things that characterized the Soviet Union, plus some more. There were more famines. It wasn't very industrialized for such a big nation. These, uh, and and it's, these aren't even necessarily... No, like the famine things, things by themselves. That's, that's easy to do. Yes, yep. they were more common, but they were not killing as many people, even in total, never mind in incident. Oh, and it didn't, like, it didn't have an eight-hour work limit. The trade unions hadn't been to work yet, so okay. 1850. What? Yep. We didn't have an eight-hour work limit. What are you talking about? Women's <laughs> rights were minimal. Based. They were everywhere. <laughs> and on top of that, there was serfdom, which there was not. Well, they abolished it after a while. So, yes. yeah, they were late again. I mean, that's true. But So a lot of this was lies. And also, I like the response of the original poster, just saying, everything you list except the famines are good. <laughs> <laughs> no, industrial play, uh, no industrial revolution, no women's rights. I get to have my own plot of land that I just have to have under a lord. Excellent. This is heaven to me. <laughs> this is what this person is saying. I, sorry, as well. I did that piece of S at the bottom there being like, yeah, they stopped the famines, not including the Holodomor. Yeah, not I mean, including the most devastating famine. That's a side one, but no, they didn't stop the famines. Technology stopped the famines. Everyone in Europe was starving until we had the technological revolution. It's, it's just, again, just ignoring history. It's like, oh yeah, politics stopped the famine. No, growing more food stopped the famine. <laughs> Communists don't know history, and they don't care about history because the only history that they want is the their history. Yeah, is the history that makes it so that they're on the right side of history in yes. every world event that's ever happened. Oh, bugger, I just closed that link. Crap. John, get that link back up for me. <laughs> Thank you. And then you get these people. To safeguard the revolution, yes, we murdered children. Oh, it's just, there's no, there's no humanity with these people. No, no, these, like, these are the sorts of people, once again, if they can justify it to themselves, uh, they will kill your children with, a, with glee. They will do it with a big smile on, your, on their face. And the only thing they need is not an actual reason. They don't need to logically have a reason they just need to justify their own seething resentment for you and your own. It's a I've, nice reminder. I'll tell you what, I've watched debates with, with communists where they would say abhorrent things like, yeah, but where are the bodies? And things like that. And you're like... We have them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> insane. We, we did this thing where we logic. exhumed mass graves. There were... Yeah. Which one? We... What else do we go, need? Show me the bodies. Yeah. No, no. Oh, uh, I've got uh, one in my pocket yeah, right yeah. now. Oh, Here yeah, you actually... go. Is that what you're expecting? <laughs> Christ, terrible. These people, terrible. 105 years and still crying about it. Uh, well, I don't think it's good to forget that. I mean, these are the sorts of people that would never want you to forget, um, you know, the Confederates. So I could just turn around and go, 150 years, still crying about slavery, are you? God, boo-hoo, get over it. And to, also, a certain, I see. To, to a certain extent, that's more justified because this is actually murdering children. But also this actually had an impact even to this day. 
I yes. mean, you murdered the royal family. There is no real way to bring back the Romanovs now because of this act. I Which, believe yeah. the Romanov family... There are a lot of monarchists in Russia to this day, and they're pretty pissed off about that. I remember that there are quite a few... There was a large family of Romanovs, so there were other aristocrats and nobles, but the Bolsheviks, after they killed the Romanov royal family, went around and started to purge them as well. Yeah, no one really has like a proper legitimacy claim anymore, yeah. which sucks. Uh, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that a while back, that maybe in the mid-2000s, Putin was even talking about rehabilitating the monarchy somewhat. Yeah, everyone does every so often, because oh, okay. it's actually a really cool idea. Well, yeah, that's all. Like, everyone knows it's a good idea, but it's just like, yeah, but we don't have one. Who doesn't want to be able to, you know, gather in the streets and celebrate as your rightful king marches through the streets in a glorious carriage and such? That's just cool. That's I just mean, something that's nice. We, we mentioned this was something I, we like about England. I, I mentioned to you, but I don't know if you have got your eyes on the Polish election. Some exciting things are happening. Oh yeah, you know Confederation. No, I don't actually. So um, Corbyn Mickey runs the party, I believe. Okay, he's the front of it, and uh, he's very much for bringing back the Polish monarchy. Which oh, obviously wow, has okay. been elected monarchy, so they could do it. And um, they're polling now about twenty percent in the parliament, so okay. that's, that's pretty good. And yeah, that's um, all right. when Carl asked him, "So who would you make king?" and he just said, "Hmm, he will reveal himself." <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I'm here. <laughs> I such, will be king. Uh, yeah, but it's such a monarchist answer. It's actually kind of true as well. So <laughs> let's hope they don't adopt like climate alarmism like ours and like. Well, no, it would be an elected monarchy. So yeah, yeah. Be, through Proper. the aristocrats instead of the, yeah, that's, and yeah. the Polish. Are the aristocrats yeah. taking offers for like somebody who might want to be king? I mean, if you can save the Polish nation, then sure. You can be part of the Privy Council if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, there you go. I'll be happy to live in Poland. Sorted. Nice. Uh, then we've got Goofy meme from a very goofy person. All of these people, Hammer and Sickles, in the bio, in the name. And what have we got? Marxist and anti-liberal democracy. Freedom of assembly for workers and peasants is not worth a farthing when the best buildings belong to the bourgeoisie. So what that means is you have more than I do. Through no fault of me or you, you just have more than I do. Probably because I'm actually quite lazy mm. and spend all of my day posting about how much of a communist I am. Uh, therefore, your stuff is my stuff. The liberal democracy point being quite... I can't hammer it enough. People forget this part of the Russian Revolution. They just think the Bolsheviks rose up and then there was a civil war. Like, no, there was a democratic revolution. They had a free and fair election, and the Bolsheviks just lost. So then they started a war. Literally, just we lost the election. All right, screw it then. Well, that wasn't democratic enough for us then. Yeah. Mm. They were unpopular. We'll show you what democracy looks like through the barrel of a gun, was their answer to everything. And it still is their answer <laughs> to everything. Uh, then you've got people saying, shut the F up, monarchist. I'm sorry, you're a cringe socialist, unironically posting based Lenin memes. Wow, wow. Mm, no. Yes, yes, I am a child murderer. What of it? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah, what's not, all, all of this is in regards to a, a situation where a bunch of freakish, disgusting yeah. Bolsheviks murdered children. And they went out of their way to murder children as well because they shot all of the royal family and some of the girls were still alive. So they stabbed them and beat them until they were dead. It's awful. It's horrible. And all of these people are going like, ah, but for the revolution, it was worth it. Which just tells you what these people would be willing to do if they were in any sort of position to do so. And also if stepping outside didn't cause them to have a nervous breakdown. That was a good thing, says Reach Heaven Through Violence, another person who has not seen the outside in years. Stuff like ending monarchical dynasties is why people like communism. Now, I think you just said that there's still lots of monarchists in Russia. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of them. It's probably a reason why people hate communism. Also, ugly, deformed, 
Here's where we get the Reddit talk. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> My guy. If you loudly announce that you're a Nazi, it's only going to make more people want to be commies. Lamau. Okay, oh, no, cringe. Wait, this guy might be anti-Semitic, but he's probably not a Nazi. He's probably just some kind of monarchist. Yeah, I mean, once again, who is defending murdering children in here? Yes. We've got a trans communist. Of course. Always a fun one. Uh, where Sable trans Just posting a fictionalized uh, recreation. Yeah, worth more, you say. <laughs> <laughs> in the trading cards, yes. <laughs> I shot an iPhone. Okay. Yeah. They, I'm a sucker for stupid memes. That's yeah, but but still posting a fictionalized reenactment of the murder of a bunch of children. Keep it classy, guys. And then somebody just pointed out that the murder of the Romanov family was so absurdly evil that the Soviets themselves spent years denying it, which is true. They admitted that, yeah, we executed the king, but we've just evacuated the rest of the royal family to everywhere uh, to somewhere else because we wouldn't kill children, would we? Lenin wouldn't sanction the murder of children, would he? Yes. Just solidifies my political belief and where I stand now. It's just great. Yeah, all, all yeah. of these people, karma... We identify as not a child murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, th th this is the epitome of the, but I portrayed you as the Soyjak and me as the Chad. No, except you're killing children. There's Insane. You can't emphasize that enough. Why are we going to get the grooming gangs posting these in a few years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once again, here's a, here's a picture of a family. I note that you've used this particular woman to block the really small children in the photo so that people don't notice that. Uh, but yes, you murdered a 13-year-old in this, Same. or the Soviets did, the Bolsheviks did. And uh, then we get onto this, which thankfully, happily, you sent it to me. I've seen this story a few times. I can't say if it's true or false. There'll be historians in the comments who can, yes, for sure. Correct us if we get anything wrong here, but this is something that Callum sent to me earlier, which is quite interesting, which just goes through some of the details of what happened to the people who were involved in the murder of the, uh, of the Romanov family. And it really does, reading through this, make it seem like they were cursed as a result of it. The person who was in charge of it even had lots of bad things happen to his own family later down the line. So it really does feel like one of those gypsy curses. You and your entire bloodline you will never survive what you have done on this fateful day. You're a king. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. It's known that the direct leader of the liquidation of the imperial family was Yankul Kaimovich, better known as Yakov Yurovsky. He lived until 1938 and died of a dudonal ulcer. In Soviet times, they said his son was not responsible for his father's crime, but, in the, but the apple didn't fall far from the tree in the Yurovsky family. The eldest son, Alexander, ended up in the uh, Bichirka, is that how you pronounce it? I, I don't have a problem. Do Prison in 19... It, it's on the screen. Move your laptop. <laughs> Thanks. Excellent production. <laughs> Uh, but he ended up in prison in 1952, was released a year later. The daughter, Rima, was ar also arrested in March 1938. She served a sentence in the Kuragangda forced labor camp until 46. Yurovsky's grandchildren were not spared either dying under mysterious circumstances. Two died after falling from a roof, while the other two were burned to death in a fire. It's worth recalling the blood of Tsar Nicholas II was spilled by Yurovsky himself. He himself recalled, I fired the first shot and killed Nikolai on the spot. The personality of Pyotr Emarkov was no less significant in the murders of the imperial family. According to his own recollections, it was he who killed the Empress Alexandra uh, Fodorovna, the cook Ivan, uh, Russian names, Russian names, every one of them, and their doctor. He often boasted of his crime without feeling any sense of remorse. I shot the Serena, who was seated only six feet away. I could not miss. My bullet hit her right in the mouth. Two seconds later, she was dead. Then I shot the doctor. He threw up his hands and half turned away, etc. Just describing horrible, awful things that he did. In 1951, and this was the bit that you highlighted to me, 
at a reception which gathered all of the local party elite in Svedovsk, uh, Peter Emirkov um, approached the Soviet Red Army General George Zhukov and held out his hand. Frowning in disgust, Zhukov looked Ermakov in the eye and muttered, I do not shake the hands of murderers. So even... Zhukov is an absolute chad yes. in Soviet history. Uh, so I really my, hope that's true. <laughs> I hope it's true as well because the most I know of him is how he was portrayed in the death of Stalin. And he was portrayed as an absolute chad in that as well. Yeah, he so was. I hope that that's all true that's going on. I know that the death of Stalin was somewhat embellished to make it more realistic because everything that was going on in the Soviet Union was so absurd that the, the uh, filmmaker said, no, we, we've got to tone some of this down a bit because people won't believe it. Uh, but I hope that that story in particular is true because it turns out even Soviet Red Army generals have more class than your average Twitter tanky. The well, he actually did good in the world. He took down the Third Reich. Yeah. So. Since the 1990s, <laughs> Ermakov's grave in Ivanovo, uh, Ivanovo Cemetery in Ekaterinburg, which is the place where this uh, house was, where they were being held and where they were murdered, has been repeatedly vandalized by local monarchists who regularly douse his gravestone with red paint. Serves you right. And uh, then the same person who tweeted the screenshots from here tweeted this out. I'm not going to play this uh, or play the audio because it's Basket Case by Green Day and I don't want to get us taken down on, Twitter, uh, on YouTube. But this is just a nice little montage of people who are with communist uh, sickles in their flags, in their bios, saying about how, uh, why they don't have guns. If you're a communist in America, why don't you own a gun? Well, I'm a convicted felon. What else have we got here? I'm severely mentally ill and would use it on myself. These are the people saying that they would murder your children if they got the chance. I'm more likely to use it on myself. This is one after the other. Every single one of them is either I'm a criminal or I'm too mentally ill to be trusted with one. There's a pattern there. Yes. My depressed self would make a very poor decision. Uh, yes. I was put into several involuntary uh, psych wards, and because of that, I'm no longer allowed to legally acquire a gun. Also, I don't have any money. Typical communist <laughs> response. I have too many criminal convictions. Yep. <laughs> One after the other. I'm either a criminal or mentally ill. This is your average communist on here right now. And uh, just to finish this off, I just wanted to remind everybody of the tragedy was, that was Mystery Grove Publishing Company. Their Twitter account is down now because they were an actual publishing company. Uh, who published books, and sadly nobody bought them. So they've decided to go down and take themselves out of business, and they've taken the Twitter account down. But damn it, the legacy still lives on, because this is the truest commie take that has ever existed, which is just a reminder that communism is when ugly, deformed freaks make it illegal to be normal, and then rob or kill all successful people out of petty resentment and cruelty. The ideology is all just window dressing. And uh, I think that today's segment has been a nice example of that. Is there anything else I had for this? No. Let's move on. I think that's a fair end. <laughs> they are actually just, yeah. He has a little more bad for the video comments. After yesterday's show, I had to try the AI app that Carlum and Dan was talking about. And if you couldn't already tell that I'm beautiful, <laughs> I have an issue though. I couldn't make it turn me into a thought. I really tried. It wouldn't do it. It would make me ooh-woo, but it wouldn't make me a slut. <laughs> According to this, though, I'm quite pretty, so I'll take it. Well, there you go, isn't nice. that? So the joke was that you could tell if a woman was a thought by using AI, 
Right. So Sophie has discovered she's not a thought. Oh, okay. Scientifically. Was you a thought? Uh, we, I didn't try myself in the end. Enough time, but it's. Uh, have you tried it since. You have. You have now. Sophie got. Well, I suppose um, fashion ideas from it. So. There's yeah, that. There you go. I wonder <laughs> if I'm a thought. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I don't think putting your face in there is going to give you tits and an uwu aesthetic. Damn. But <laughs> we'll, we'll try it. <laughs> I wanted to create the perfect woman, and it's impossible. Perfect woman as a man. Perfect woman as me as a Perfect trans woman. Oh, God. Average gender. Oh, no, I'm, I'm starting to sound like my fan base now. Let's <laughs> uh, go to the next video. So I was seeing the trailers for the new Napoleon movie, and I feel like there's potential for another Joker phenomena, where, like, we all go and see it in our while well, LARPing as our favorite army of that era, preferably as a group, kind of like how they did with Harry Potter movies back in the day. Fun way to make new friends, but I can't wait to see how quickly it takes for the media to become uncomfortable at the idea of all these large groups of enthusiastic white guys going in to see this movie about a European warlord. The key is to get them to start condemning the people of that era and see how quickly it backfires. That might actually be a really funny idea. That sounds like a good <laughs> idea. The problem is, I thought we were already doing that with Barbie. It's true. What? We're all going dressed as our favorite version of Ken from all the eras. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't. And saying it's he's literally me. He is literally me. Yeah. You know that meme? I can't tell if he's serious. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not serious. I'm not going to see Your Barbie. Your girlfriend isn't taking you to Barbie? No, she doesn't want to see Barbie. Really? No, she wants to see Oppenheimer, but I've told her I'm sick and tired of boring Christopher Nolan films. I'd rather see Barbie. That's a no. weird <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Weird economy in your household. And she's like, no, Barbie. And she's like, no, Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> no, the most recent film we went to see was the latest Insidious. It was fine. Yeah, but it would be great fun to just like me and the boys, like if we could have a meetup, get a couple hundred guys, go to the Cine World in the cinema here. A couple All of hundred. Dressed in red. I just <laughs> whenever the red coats, coats out. on the screen, just everyone gets their swords and just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come dressed as sharp. Oh, yeah. Be good. That'd be good. Go next one. The other day, Carl suggested right-wing Christians club together to purchase a property. However, that only works until you get Waco'd. The cathedral doesn't like Christians running off on their own. It's a miracle the Amish get away with it. Still, maybe if I start a cult with mechs and power armor, we'd at least have some decent opsec. If men can run around pretending to be women, maybe I can run around pretending my mechs are useful. I can at least watch the podcast in it. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'll be honest. Your your mech suits are the closest I've seen to a real-life Gundam. So, you know, you're getting closer. Where do you start like with building that? Like, how do you... Like, I don't know. It's not like Meccano. I imagine, getting... I imagine <laughs> you, you know I mean? begin with creating some kind of basic exoskeleton hmm. and then crafting the rest of the pieces around it. I think my IQ is too low for that sort of thing. <laughs> We have a very high caliber reviewer on this website, which I'm <laughs> always grateful for. All right, we'll go to the written comments. So, it is episode 700 as well, by the way, guys. So, I don't know. Did we bring any pop uh, party poppers? 700 episodes. Woo! Is this a sacred number in Manchester? Or? It's just another 100. You know, it's like whenever you hit the. Whenever it's you a hit nice a number, round number. Yeah, it's a nice big round number. 700 episodes. Wow. No, I just thought like, the lucky number in Chinese culture is eight. And in Manchester, it's 700. I'm not from Manchester. Oh, close enough. <laughs> Crew, Manchester, same place. <laughs> I mean, they're close. Have you seen how big Manchester's getting? I mean, in 10 years, it probably will. Just 
gobble up everything around it. Please don't tell me that. I hate Manchester. Have you not seen? So you know the meme of like the what is it? San Francisco to Los Angeles. There was this joke of what if we urbanize all of that and it just becomes like what was it? Um, San Angeles. San Angeles. I think it's in in danger. Um, not danger man. Danger <laughs> Will Robinson. No, the movie with. Oh, whatever. Anyway, danger. It's not um escape from. No, 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 no! Not escape from the movie where they're living in the sewers. Yeah, rat movie, burgers. yeah you see about the IQ. <laughs> it's uh, very low. <laughs> the rat burger movie. Is that what, idiocracy? Sorry? I've not watched the idiocracy. They, they they have to live in the sewers and eat rat burgers if you want to be free. Otherwise, you've got to live. Are you on about Demolition Man? Demolition or, Man. There we are. Oh, right okay. I All right. The war I have watched mine. Demolition Man. That's a great. Film. My point being, from what is it about Liverpool to uh, maybe Hull, but it's about halfway done already of that strip being urbanised. Like, there's a lot of people trying to push for like a rail line across there, so it will finally all be well, organized. HS2 is going to be plowing through a lot of. The, well, that's north. Like it's it's a lot of the north and a lot of that area. So I imagine that a lot of the places where it's going to be passing through are going to be bulldozed over for infrastructure reasons. Mega City Two. We have London. So HS2 has already ruined a lot of crew. A lot of the businesses that were in crew had to be shut down, so that the local council could knock down all of the buildings that they were operating out of, so they could regenerate the town to make it more appealing for HS2, except then they realized they didn't have any money to put the buildings back up after they knocked them down. So it's just a desolate wasteland now. That's the crew tourism board speaking. So uh... no, no, that's the effect of HS2 if it's coming to your neighborhood. So be careful. <laughs> so in the comments, um, Jordy Sorsman says, a fun fact about weather stations it used to record surface temperatures. The majority are hilariously corrupted by urban heat effects or from very poor positioning that artificially jack up the readings. The last two UK temperature recordings were set at a station halfway down a runway at RAF uh, Coningsby, where the typhoons can blast the afterburners, and a station sitting in the exhaust of an air condition on the botanical house in Kew Gardens. Ah, hmm. but that's not useful, is it? No, that's not useful <laughs> no, at all. Really. <laughs> this, this runway is the same temperature as your house. I mean, no. <laughs> Definitely not. That explains something, because I saw in Iran, they recorded the temperature as 67 degrees Celsius. And I looked at it and went, that no, come sound on. true. Yeah. Not quite sure about that. I know it's Iran, but... Yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound true at all. Um, Derek Power says, without AC, you die. Also, AC is sexist and misogynistic. So, oh, yeah, I forgot, oh, yeah, about, I forgot that. about that. Yeah, true. Maybe we do believe. So true. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We all need more AC in our lives. <laughs> Base Ape says, to be fair, the extreme ends of those bell curves do look worrying. I think we should uh, do our best to avoid the bell ends the BBC are putting on display. Uh, he, he raises a good point. Yeah. Omar Awad says they've done the same with global temperatures as they did with racism and misogyny, expanded the definition until it includes everything and thus becomes useless. Critical temperature theorists <laughs> <laughs> just employing their basic growth tactics. <laughs> I like that. Critical temperature theorists temperature are out to destroy theorists. them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, George Hap says you can tell which conspiracies leftists uh, create on that chart didn't like. Mostly Republican Bohemian Grove meeting is true, while the deep state and George Soros are just pigments of our imagination. Mm. In the wrong section there, but yeah, pretty true. Uh, RJL says, Yesterday I read from the deep, but de dependent? Is he making fun of the independent or is that another outlet? No. I uh, don't know. In the dependent, uh, that last year the heat wave killed off 60,000 people across Europe. Considering they were screeching about one person died the other day in Germany from heat exhaustion, those numbers are a tad <coughs> Yeah, Josh will be going through the numbers on you know, everyone dying of heat. Yes, I'll be looking forward to him doing that because it's obvious nonsense. 
Uh, the letter M is melting, has joined in to say, turns out desert hot. Uh, fact check, uh, Antarctica is also a desert. It, it is. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. So desert can either be very hot or very, very cold. cold yeah. No in between. So uh, I don't know if you want to read yours. I don't know if you can. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Um, Baron von Warhawk says, uh, what, so according to the chart, the idea that there is a group of people who control the world behind the shadows, who partake in pedophilia, control the narrative, and work to impoverish you is inherently anti-Semitic. What an odd thing to say. Dot, 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 dot. It's funny how they always use that as the first insult for it, isn't it? Mm. I believe there's a group of people that hate, uh, that control the world. Why do you hate the Jews? Yeah. Uh, where does like, that uh, part come uh, from? Uh, yeah. Honest, it's probably just because it's the last slur that works. Like, you call someone racist in American politics, it means nothing, mm. even to the mainstream. But if you call someone anti-Semitic, that still is taken seriously like racism was 20 years ago. Yeah. That's probably just why it's, well, it's well, I mean, yeah. Groups like the ADL still have enough power to be able to actually mess with people. Like yeah. they tried to, it, it didn't work to really shut down Elon's takeover of Twitter, but you know that they were trying to do that at the time. Yeah. Well, they said they were. Yes. So, <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, they sponsored an advertiser boycott. So, why do you keep believing they're doing that? Well, they said it. <laughs> yeah. You've seen that every time. No, I haven't. No. So it is a John Trump meme where he does that and then he just brings up a TV with a green screen. So oh, yeah. just keep putting in the newest thing, whatever I think it is. the original one was, uh, what do you mean? Uh, uh, why do you think that people are trying to control the world? And he brings up Klaus Schwab. Well, they just keep going on TV and saying it. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Baron von Warhawk again says, that conspiracy chart is pure gaslighting to try and say George Soros and his dirty deeds are as fake as the flat earth theory or lizard people is ridiculous. I mean, for God's sake, uh, the man admitted on camera to being a Nazi collaborator in his youth. Oh, yeah, I did, did see, I did see that interview, and it's um, pretty weird, pretty disturbing. To be fair, just blat just openly admits it, and then I think the guy was like, "Um, so did that affect you psychologically?" And he was like, "No, no," nope. <laughs> and that was Why? it. Yeah, he sort of went, "No," like well, smiled. Specifically, yeah. they're talking about there were a bunch of Jews who just had all their property stolen. They're going to death camps. And, and he, he ratted them out. Yeah, and he'd ratted them out, and he gets the property, but he gets some of the wealth. I didn't know he got the property. He got, I think it was like a cash amount or something, not the actual house. But like, he's talking about how he basically got a bunch of Jews killed to make money. But if you criticize him, you're the anti-Semitic one. Like, well, yeah, he's Jewish as well, isn't he? So he was just I claiming he was so. Catholic at the time. Well, but I, 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 I don't want to say that he's falling into a certain stereotype, but. <laughs> 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 he's a capo is he is that way well I mean they, they, they existed capos are real so hmm. yeah. I mean that's where the word comes from uh, Lord <laughs> Lord Kev Croft said uh, I've just been banned by stop funding hate on Twitter after asking them about their reported anti-semitism uh, where does that put me and slash or them on the pyramid I think you're on the point of no return mate point of no return Sorry, yeah, I agree. Love that yeah. Stop funding hate have become a conspiracy theory. Uh, yeah, there it is. It's just, yeah. Uh, Edward of Woodstock said, so I noticed that many of my friends will blame Brexit for things that have other circumstances contributing to it. To turn this on its head, I say we start attributing the fact in Britain we're safe from the heat wave at the moment to Brexit. It makes much more sense. This is true. Thank you, Brexit, sense. for keeping the heat away. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Gods of Brexit. <laughs> EU accounts are going to be like, could be hot here if it wasn't for Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Do you want to carry on? Or? Yeah, sure, I don't mind. Um, Ron Swansea says, Harry, uh, cryptids is a name for creatures from folklore and supernatural stories like the Loch Ness Monster, Grafton Monster, Gnomes, uh, Mothman, Chupacabra, Werewolves, etc., etc. are all cryptids. 4chan stuff is creepypasta. Okay, so what I've either seen in that case is either the name being attributed wrong or people posting weird Photoshop pictures of their pets and calling them cryptids because they've tried to make them look like a mothman, perhaps. Man moth. Man moth, yes. Man moth. Baron math. Baron von Warhawk again says, don't be so critical of the behavior of Britney Spears. Who knows what happened to her behind closed doors? Uh, remember, her bosses were pals of Epstein and Weinstein. God have mercy on her poor soul and those like her in that satanic tar pit called Hollywood. Uh, I mean, I will acknowledge that obviously terrible things have probably happened to her. The same as somebody like, uh, when we're not on YouTube, am I allowed? Can I misgender? Yeah. Ellen Page. Uh-huh. Uh, Ellen Page, yeah. who in many interviews in the past had admitted that she had been through some kind of Trauma. Hor- horrible sexually traumatic experiences mm-hmm. in her time in Hollywood ends up coming around and going crazy and deciding to chop her tits off and become a man mm. instead. So obviously, I understand all of this behavior is oftentimes motivated by trauma and the horrible things that have happened behind closed doors, and we shouldn't let those people get away with it. But at the same time, I am still going to be critical of the behavior because at the end of the day, uh, you are your actions. You're still in control. To a certain degree. Well, unless yes. you're sectioned. You, you have still to, have to be held accountable. You, you have to be held accountable for your own behavior. Yes. Okay. So... Britney Spears has had horrible things happen to her, obviously, but lots of people have also had horrible things happen to them where they haven't gone completely off the deep end as a result on the other side. And uh, I think that the whole free Britney thing was massively misguided because it was a load of people online and in the media who either didn't know her or if they were in the media, probably contributed to her breakdowns in the past saying, you don't need to be under somebody else's supervision. You can look after yourself when that's obviously not true. I didn't follow it, so yeah. I only knew about it because I know loads of lefties on social media who are posting about it constantly. Right. I love the idea that free Britney is a leftist thing. It's I mean, it is. Critical. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like it's Britney Spears. Spears. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Taylor Swift of the alt right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Put it like this: It's because of the fact the left inherently are degenerate subversives. And they like to celebrate degenerate sexual behavior. Okay, so where she got the better. And yeah, the Britney Spears is an exemplar of that kind of behavior. So they take her as an icon. It's the same as when you see them adopt somebody like Pennywise from the It films as being some kind of gay icon because of the fact he exemplifies all of the things that they appreciate, basically being chaos and murder. And they go, oh my God, he's an LGBTQ icon. And then in the second film, <laughs> first thing he does is murder a gay guy. And they were like, no! <laughs> I've never heard that before. Fair play. They did the same with the, um, not the Boogeyman. What was the one from, started with a B in 2014, I think. Um, just type in horror movie gay icon and you'll probably come up with it. God, I hate my search history. What is that? Uh, I'm assuming the Babadook. Yeah, the Babadook. Oh, the, the Babadook. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. tried to turn him into a gay icon as well. Oh, it's disturbing. Just... Once again, these people celebrate chaos. That's what they do. That's their values. At the base of it, they want complete and total hedonism. Anything that subverts behaviors, they appreciate. Just the Guardian headline. Sounds like it's a parody Guardian headline. Go on. Top-hatted ghoul has become an LGBT (laughs) figure. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, Selling it really well. That's the best <laughs> real headline. I think, you know, that sounds fake, but yeah, you can see it yourself. All right, I think we'll go through some of the comments on mine now. So, um, Baron von Warhawk says, you guys should do a history video on Malcolm Caldwell, a Scottish communist from a wealthy background who spent his entire life covering up and defending dictators like Stalin and Mao. The highlight of his life was when he got to meet Pol Pot. He was overjoyed to meet him, called him one of the best people that he ever met. <laughs> then he was shot by Pol Pot's thugs. It just shows that the moderate, uh, modern day commies on Twitter won't be spared the bullet if their evolution does come true. I, I remember Malcolm Hol Caldwell now. I read a book a while back, a few years ago, called um, Socialism, The Failed Idea That Never Dies by Christian Nymetz. And in that book, he tells the story of Malcolm Caldwell. He was so excited. He went to Cambodia while the revolution was going on. He got to meet Pol Pot and he was being uh, given a room, place to stay, accommodation by Pol Pot. Then he gets a... Uh, then Pol Pot just basically says, this guy's an idiot, shoot him for me. And they just go and murder him. So uh, that's what supporting communists will get you. Someone online. So according to the commies, Anakin Skywalker did nothing wrong. Yes. Lord Nerevar. Cultural Marxism is anti-Semitic. What an odd thing to say. Dominic Hill says, the head of the KGB under Stalin, Beria, was one of the most evil men ever to live. Yeah, he's one of the people who's massively covered in the death of Stalin. Yeah. Um, they show it only, I think, a couple of times, but I don't know if it's gotten across to most people. He was a child rapist. That's what he did. That's how he got his kicks. I didn't know that he was a child rapist. They show a number of times that he was obviously raping the female captors, uh, it, it, the females in captivity that he was interrogating and torturing, but they, I don't remember them pointing out that he was doing it to children. As you well. know that scene where he goes, oh, sad times, and then the parents turn up later and this Red Army officer throws this kid out and goes, you can go now? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. But he didn't just do it to one, he did it to a lot. Well, I'll carry on with this comment because Dominic has listed a few of his crimes. In no particular order, he organized purges of Polish officials to replace them with the ones loyal to the Soviet Union. He organized the forced removal of ethnic minorities from the Caucasus, genociding many of them in the process. Organized barrier troops in World War II, the ones that executed deserters for refusing to run into enemy fire. Oversaw the poaching of German scientists to produce the Soviet atomic bomb and executed, tortured, and imprisoned millions of Russians as part of the Gulag system. And to top it off, he used to rape and murder women. They found skeletons buried under his mansion in 1993. Needs an epochs for sure, certainly. And it sounds like we can add on to that child rapist as well. Yeah, utter, I'm, utter. I'm saying that's horrible. Mm. JJHW says... There's actually a debate about whether he's worse than Stalin, because he was far more personal. I mean, Stalin facilitated him, though, so... Yeah, sure, but like a, a lot of the crimes, obviously, Stalin's given, rightfully, are ones Berger did in person. So there's a debate about like who's worse here. So whatever. Is it the person who ordered the command or the one who actually committed it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did also do a lot of ordering, but he just also. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Did a lot of um, in-person activities. JJHW says just DNA sequence every Russian and find the one that's closest and make them king or queen. Um, what do you think? Uh, just just forcibly take the DNA of every single Russian person. It's gonna yeah. take a while. <laughs> Go down well, I don't think. <laughs> Uh, Luke Cooper, my mother-in-law has a bust of Lenin in her house. How hard should I hit her? I'm, jokes aside, it is awkward. Yeah. Depends why she has it. Because it could be a relic. If it's not a relic and she brought it in Britain because she loves Lenin, it's a bit different. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. Uh, I can understand why that would be awkward to talk around. Um, I would probably be just very critical and say, you know he was a terrible person who murdered people and ordered the murdering of murder of children, right? And if she says yes, you cut all ties. If you're ever invited by your missus to go and visit her again, you say, no, thank you. But maybe that's just being, being, me being harsh. I know that's not practical. I don't know. I, I just keep bringing up various crimes he's committed. And being like, she's still on that up. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
The letter M is melting. Commie, grr, we should kill spoilt rich kids. Grr, the same commie disappears for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Earl of Crumpet. D uh, Britain can be proud that it provided more support to the white armies than any other nation. Churchill was advocating a uh, full-scale intervention to get rid of the Bolsheviks for good, but it didn't catch on. After the 1918 armistice, there was no ap appetite to continue fighting, and there was rising sympathy towards socialists in Europe. Limited intervention began when we wanted to secure ammunition depots from advancing German lines. After this was done, an increasing amount of minutes and unrest at home, uh, sorry, mutinies and unrest at home led us to cut our losses and leave, supporting the whites logistically instead, although much of this was mishandled and went into the hands of the Red Army. Terrible shame. The letter it, M is... It, he is right, though. Like, yeah. it's, it's a really, really weird time to look back on because you assume in that time period that the British are still imperialistic or nationalist or something like that. And um, there's actually there's some really kind of scary photos to look at. It looks like alternative history of, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but there was uh, a strike that was quite scary and people thought would turn into a rebellion. So the British government deployed tanks, which are obviously new, onto the streets of Britain in front of the crowds wow. to have a bit of a standoff. And there's these pictures of World War I tanks, British, sitting in front of a bunch of uh, strikers. And it's just like, oh, yeah, things might have actually gone to real fast in that time period. I'll have to find it for you. Yeah, yeah, you'll find it. It looks that. really weird. The letter M, well, I mean, communist revolutions, socialist revolutions, Bolshevik-style revolutions were starting to spring up all across Europe at the time. So people had to do something. The letter M is melting. So what you're saying is the Bolsheviks were election deniers. <laughs> yes, they were. YouTube wouldn't have been very happy. Neil Mohan, he'd have got, he'd got you off, the pro, uh, off YouTube, sorry. Honorable mentions. Brian Tomlinson says, brilliant take at con uh, on communism at the end of the podcast. Harry, well, it wasn't my take. It was Mystery Groves, but thank you anyway. Ugly freaks inside or out with an authoritarian mindset. Yes. Earl of Crumpet again says, a lot of socialists try to say they're Leninists because it distances themselves from the now widely recognized atrocities of Stalin and Mao. Truth is that Lenin would probably have been even worse than Stalin. He just had the fortune of having a stroke before he could condemn his soul even more. Did a paper on how Lenin fulfills all the criteria to be classified as totalitarian. I'm happy to send it to any of you if you're interested. Uh, well, if you want to send it into us, you can send it into the uh, email that we've got on the website. So I'd be happy to take a look through that. And Omar Awad says, every useful idiot thinks they're going to be part-time Stalin in between drum circle and slam poetry sessions in the communist utopia. Those who don't work don't eat. They've confused everyone can have a job with everyone will have a job whether they like it or not. And here's the images that Callum was just saying about. Yeah, I forget the exact circumstances. 1919. Wow. I think this is up north, in fact. Uh, they deployed a, a battleship as well, just to scare the crap out of some dock workers. Oh, wow. Well, uh, it, would make, <laughs> it would make sense if it's in the north. I mean, that's where a lot of industry and the docks are. Yeah, but you can imagine the feeling of the elites, how much they must have been essing themselves about what happened in Russia, what happened here. Yes. I don't know if you can load up. There's one more image I put in the studio chat, John, which is just like an overhead shot of the situation. Which oh, is yeah, I see really that. Weird. Wow. Just open it in the browser, John. There we go. It's insane. A lot of people use this to when they're doing like alt history versions of the UK where it becomes socialist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Kaiserreich. But it's real. It's a real image. So. Wow. All right. I think we're out of time. We are indeed. Um, if people wanted to find you, where would they find you? Yes. Yeah, so Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, um, not Facebook, anything like that. Lewis <laughs> underscore Brackpool. Uh, if you'd like to check out my new outlet, it's brand new. Um, Grit News. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I've got a Telegram as well set up for that. And obviously we've got a link tree as well. Where you can find us on YouTube, Rumble and the like. So yeah, thank you very much. So yeah, um, see you back tomorrow. Bye.